Hoi, hoi, hoi. Welcome to the Kuya Zone with Kuya PJ. This is a plug, a podcast log. It's basically a podcast where I just recap what has happened in my life, talk about it, make some thoughts and opinions, maybe some jokes, and then I go into also, you know, Puso talk. I want to talk about deep stuff in the Puso, whether it be about love or emotions or relationships or whatever, whatever's in the Puso, more deep topics. And then I end with Filipino pride because you know, I was born in Canada, Canada, North America. So I always want to get in touch with my roots and the roots are in the Philippines, you know, the roots are in the Philippines, trying to learn as much as I can. So I can spread also what I'm learning. You're learning with me too. So let's get to this plug and let's get to what's happening. All right. Da-da-da. What is happening? This is the what is happening plug of the weekday of my life. You know, and a couple of things happened. It's not that, not that exciting, but, you know, um, I relived and remembered how great shawarma tastes shawarma and pizza i also did my first ever stand-up comedy my first ever set so scary on tuesday and then also the last thing i did was on wednesday i had an intervention my friends helped me fix my dating profile hopefully it would cause some changes it would you know Give me more opportunities and more matches. So let's get to it. What's happening? The first thing I want to talk about is shawarma and pizza. Now, there's some history to this because near my house, we always fall into the same trap where we go to chicken wings on Tuesday and McDonald's is right near my house, McDonald's. But there was one day where we decided to try this other place called Tasty Shawarma and it said Tasty Shawarma. We went there and we were in heaven. It was the best find in a long time. And we kept on going there back and back. It was Like I said, it was called Tasty Sharma. We thought it was lying. And they made a fool out of us. They have this two for, two, two for, not two for one, but the deal is like you buy two and, and it's good and cheap. It's the, it's the easiest decision ever. And you know it's good when there's a lineup and... You either have to wait forever or you go there and they have it prepared. They have cooking shows on TV. So while you're waiting, you are salivating. I want my my shawarma. And there's something about the shawarma. I don't know what they do. There's a different sauce, the way they cook it, the oil they cook it in. But it definitely tastes different than any other thing. But when we found this place, we always go there. And it's always, you have to choose between the burger and the wrap. There's maybe a $2 difference between the chicken shawarma burger and the chicken shawarma wrap. But there's also a beef beef edition volume. The burger's cheaper. It tastes different because it's just like two buns and then. But I swear, I swear the. I, oh, no, they're coming down. Oh, my gosh. My Tito's coming down right now. <laughs> Talking about food, my Tito's going to come down and do his laundry. But it's different because the way you eat it is different, right? You have the wrap, which is a long, long width of it. And then the burger, you can just like fit it in one hand. And I liked it so much, I wanted to learn how to make it myself. I Googled it. I saw the recipe. It seems like it's hard to make. It's hard to make. And that's what I want to do. I want to go, I want to, I want to go back. I want to go to the back of that kitchen, figure out how they're making that. I remember when people in shawarma places, you see them cutting the meat right in front of you. But the worst is when it sells out. We went there one time and 
it was sold out. I wanted to punch someone. <laughs> punch someone in the face. Because the worst when you come up, you order something, and everything you say is, oh, we don't have that. Oh, we don't have that. Oh, we don't have that. So my next mission is to find out how to make my own shawarma without having that meat spinning on that carousel. It looks so good. Burger versus wrap. That's my mom calling me. Oh, my gosh, what she's doing. She's calling me. And then the last thing that we did from the burger and the wrap was pizza. We ate so many things, but we were still hungry. So we went to get pizza after. We bought a whole pizza. We ate two two wraps each. Two. This was one day. We ate two wraps each, and then we were like, oh, should we get more wraps? And we're like, nah, we're going to variety. So we got a whole box of pizza, double dipped. We don't care. We don't care. We don't double dip. When double dip, dipping was a thing in germs, I think it should be more important now because the coronavirus is happening here. But you know, and I'm not, I'm not a crust guy. I'm not, I'm not crusty. I ate all the, the toppings and left the crust for itself. You know, what's weird is that when you eat a whole box, you order a whole box. The first couple of slices are tasty because you're enjoying it. But then it gets to the point where you just want to just eat it because you want to finish it. Huh. That's like torture in itself. I know my parents used to tell me, you know, you got to finish the food. There's people in Africa, people in the Philippines. My friend told me, he overheard someone say, someone use that line. There's people in Africa. He's like, yo, well, give it to them. <laughs> You're going to slap your kid if he said that. You should finish your food. There's people that's unfortunate. Well, you should give it to them. Wow. After that day, I think that was on Monday, we ate. Oh, we ate so many calories. That itis was knocking at our door, knocking on our stomach. I think you should sleep now. But it was a great, great, great flavor. Flavorful day. Shawarma and then pizza. I'm just thinking about it right now. The next thing that I did during that week was go to Rusty Nail. Sounds like a hardware store, but it's not. I did my first ever stand-up comedy set. I had to get it out of the way. And it's because I met someone playing basketball that actually does comedy. My friend was a comic, and he invited me out. And I was like, ah, oh, I was thinking about doing it. So I went, and the atmosphere was an interesting one. No one pays attention. And people went one after the other. There's so many comics. I think there was maybe... 20 comics starting from 9 p.m. to 12 and he told me you know you should just go up man just just get it done but i was too scared i was too chicken i was too manok you know i wrote some i wrote some jokes down and i was like okay next week i'm gonna go so i told him nah, i'll just go next week and next week was basically on tuesday i went on tuesday and oh my gosh my friend flopped something about his car didn't he's his car you know, his flat tire, flat tire. Yeah, right. Maybe it was a girl or something. And I signed up. I went up to the, the, the host and I was like, can I just sign up? And he's like, yeah, I just sign up here. And you know, it's going bad when I was, I didn't even sign at the right column. <laughs> I was number 16. There were some people, there was some people that were good. You know, they were comfortable. They were talking to the audience. I was like, oh my gosh, talking to the audience was another level. They were riffing, they were roasting. I didn't know what to do. So I had some material written down. I had some like Point notes, but I didn't have anything concrete. I went up there, just started ranting, and it's safe to say I forgot my material. I, I talked about karaoke right beside me. I had some Filipino jokes. I talked about my tita. Talked about coronavirus. I got some. I got maybe two or three laughs, which was expected laughs. 
because that's a good sign that you can expect laughs when you point it out. I referenced nursing karaoke, but a lot of people weren't listening. The worst part is that there was a Raptor game that was playing at the same time. If there's a Raptor game playing at a bar, that's why people go to the bar to, to drink, watch a Raptor game, not to listen to a random comedian trying to talk and make you laugh. You know, I didn't do any questions, but I have a lot of, like looking back at my ref, like reflection, I'm like, it's addicting in a sense because you just go there, you, you're cathartic, you just talk shit. <laughs> you just talk what uh, what you observe and if people agree, they'll laugh. If they don't, they're just going to go about their day. But it's it's obviously interesting. I went there, at, I think I got on at like 11 p.m. So maybe when I go earlier, I'll probably go there. Uh, I'll probably stay there the whole time, like 9 to 12 to figure out like what's the audience like, where are they most, where they're most paying attention and then you know, unload my ammo of jokes. <laughs> but when I went, I did stay the whole time. I watched the other comics from 11 to 12 one more hour. And there was people that were so comfortable. Like I said, they, they some people said they got paid. They had to do their intros. I didn't have an intro. I was like, and this is PJ. Some people in the public, they just wanted to talk to each other. There was billiards in the back and they were just talking, talking. You're literally performing for maybe one, two people. You're literally performing for maybe the host. And the host and maybe two other people so three people so make sure you so i guess you, you make sure you look at them you can riff off them i get it smelled horrible you know the rusty nails but like rusty bum and yeah no one was there at the end so if you're the headliner what is there to headline you're the underliner meaning you should the headliner should have went like in the middle honestly the host didn't i don't know if the host went and he joked maybe he does joke when he thinks there's a lot of people listening but the host didn't really perform in a sense but he did tell everyone to come back just come back guys come back this is what we do it's a passion project of his i think i don't know how long he's been in comedy so i gotta figure that out but you know i i bombed i bombed so bad but you know i was interested in looking at open mics and i think it's cool because you get to see the audience reaction right away it's just that you have to gain, gain their intention in some way so i have to figure that out yeah so that was my stand-up set the other thing that uh, happened was my dating problems happened. But this stemmed from the fact one of our friends actually is dating and seeing multiple, not multiple, but seeing someone. And a dramatic incident happened where he slipped up. He got booked. He messed up two girls. He messed up another experience that he had with my friend with another girl. And I was like, damn. So her problem is that she's trying to, she's catching feelings and this double standard well she's like "Ooh, why is he seeing other people but she's seeing other people too and they didn't want to have the conversation about what's this about you know they're both fresh out of a new uh, like a relationship so this dating problem comes up when you catch feelings with someone oh different ball game you know uh, for me my swipe game it sucks i got no nibbles my matches are really 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 low i had some bad interactions I got some like two matches. Yes, two matches. You know, that feels good. But then when the message is like, how tall are you? You look short. And I was like, five, five. And then she just LOL dead. My confidence? <laughs> right? So I, I, don't, I don't have anything that like, I don't have a lot of expectations, honestly. But going back to my friend's issue, right? Uh, we went in a circle. Obviously with girls uh, i'm assuming girls they just want to rant and just want to get their feelings out we try to give her recommendations of what to do but it comes down to the same point they don't want to talk about that issue 
you know, they're both playing each other. They're both playing games, right? They're both seeing other people, and he's seeing another person. And they're still talking to each other. So the question is, what do you do? What do you do when you know someone else that you like? What do you do when you really like someone and caught feelings, but they're still seeing other people, and they don't want to bring up that topic? That's like almost torture. But you're playing games. So play games. I don't know. Moving on to me, right? Uh, my friend decided, you know, to help me out help my case study out and she looked at my profile and she went through it yep i my profile picture have no good side or the profile pictures that i've chosen were either outdated and horrible horrible i used a photo that was like five years ago on a phone that was no longer in service <laughs> it's like a basketball photo is like pixelated so bad my other friend actually is like you should use this, these photo this photo this photo and i'm like no 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 he doesn't have good taste you can't Show me a photo that you want me to use when I think it's bad, right? So I decided, let my friend, that's my um, friend, that's a girl, to choose my photos. And I ended up choosing really nice photos. Now I figure out what photos I like, I'd like to use for my profile, changed it up. You know, so excited that maybe I'll get some results. And we'll see this next coming week, uh, the swipe surge, which is like 7 p.m. to like 10 p.m. tonight or whenever, and see if I get matches, reel it in, uh-huh. But that's the experiment, you know. I rearranged my profile pic, changed my bio. My bio is horrible. I just said, I make funny videos and I go to Valley Village. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to carefully examine this experiment. It's an experiment, you know. Um, it, what's weird is also when you see someone you know on Tinder, it's like, oh, should I swipe right because I know you or should I swipe left because I don't like you? <laughs> or it's just an awkward Awkward thing you have to bring up. Yeah. So that's what happened during my week. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Puso Talk. And the, and the thing we're talking about Puso Talk is types of dating, dating styles, just uh, just some content, content of dating. All right. Stay tuned. Haha. All right. Puso Talk, Puso Talk, Puso Talk, Puso Talk. It's about love. 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 Now, this is kind of an open concept 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 but last time we talked about like your types like the type that you wait what did i talk about last blog it was yeah if you had a type right but now we look at the like the context of dating so there's different types of dating right there's online dating speed dating casual dating serious dating blind dating double dating now obviously the most the most common thing right now is online dating because it's so convenient, so effortless. You swipe left, swipe right. That's what I was talking about my last um, last segment, right, with what's happening. So they're trying to make my online dating game go up. But I, I wanted to touch upon other things, maybe personal experience, speed dating. I don't know if anyone's been in has if everyone has done a speed dating sesh. But I heard a friend did a speed dating sesh, and you literally apparently guys were in demand. Because a lot of girls wanted to go speed dating. And I think it'd be interesting to do that. You know, speed dating, I'd have to have my tag. You only get to talk for two minutes. Whew, how are you going to summarize yourself in two minutes? You need a business card with your your life. Just give them a slip them like your resume of dating, of, really, of your bio. I don't know. But speed dating would be something probably I'd like to try in the summer. You know, after I have a bod. Like a nice dad bod. Casual dating. What's casual dating? I guess it's just dating just for the sake of dating. Serious dating meaning like you want to settle down. Blind dating is, ooh, 
this is like the Love is Blind episode where you don't know who you're talking to. Did I talk about Love is Blind? Oh, man. But like you don't know who you're talking to. You're just literally showing up because you like the personality or someone just set you up. You know, set you well and you just go by the fact like they might be a good match for you. So you go. That's Blind dating isn't interesting. It's like a treasure chest or it could be like the most horrible thing ever at least with online dating you can see the person you can maybe chat a bit but blending you're literally getting yourself into not trouble but into a surprising situation which would be good for stories so maybe i should commit to doing blind dates just for experience but hopefully in public places and not in alleyways double dating is it's kind of i feel like double dating is more so like a pity thing like you your friend has a girlfriend and that girlfriend has uh, a friend that's also looking for relationship so you double date or you just but double date seems kind of more it's already established meaning your friend and your friend and yourself have some have girls that you're seeing so you double date meaning it's like a good it's a good experience together because you get to chill with your boys but the weird the weird part is the two people that don't know each other you know and maybe they get to know each other. Yeah, they fake it that they know each other. But then it can turn into a challenge, a competition. Who's more sweeter? Who's more cuter? Who's my cuter? Yeah. So those are the types of dating, which is interesting when I, I searched that up. The other thing that I found is also dating styles. Now, this is an interesting concept. So everyone has their own style of dating, meaning, you know, there's the commitment dater, meaning you are, when you're dating someone, you date one person at a time. You're committing. You're like, boom, boom, boom. You really want to see them through. Right, boom, 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 boom. But the serial dater is meaning you know it's not gonna last a long time, but you're there for that amount of time. So you're a serial dating. Like uh, you, I think I guess the commitment dater is you're trying to work through problems. You're seeing like how it can work out. You're always seeing how it can work out when you're dating that one person. A serial dater is like you date for a period of time and then you're like, nah, I'm gonna date someone else for a long period of time. So it's like, you know, the heart, the heart beep, like beep. Beep. The beeps are how long you you date. So the commitment dater is like beep. It's long. You hope it's long. Serial dater is like beep, beep, beep. So you're dating longer, but more people. And then there's also the more the merrier, more the merrier is like beep 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 beep. But no no no, that's not a good explanation. It's like a chorus of beeps, like beep 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 beep, because you're dating other people at the same time you're 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 playing the field and then there's the hookup which is like which is you are just hooking up you're just there you you for yourself that physical urge is more important than emotional connections so you just go oh and this is the scary one this is the predator meaning you're you're targeting certain certain people like maybe the vulnerable people oh that's so bad slap me in the face vulnerable you're targeting you'd be like the rich people you're targeting just just asians because you have the fetish you're targeting you know short filipino guys like me if you have a fetish for short filipino guys let me know i'm here but yeah that was interesting that that was cool that i could find different dating styles and then the last thing about dating is attachment styles which is an important thing to know for yourself like what are what is your attachment style? Because whenever you form connections with people, what is your attachment to them? And this can I guess this can be almost like your horoscope. Because as a cancer, I'm supposed to be like emotional, or it says I'm emotional, you know. But everyone else has different, you know, horoscopes. 
but there's secure anxious avoidant so secure meaning you're okay with yourself you show love that's okay right that's your attachment style you show you show love comfort and you're loving anxious is meaning you, you want you want to know someone loves you you want to know people uh, care for you you want uh, every, every time there's a sign of something going wrong you're anxious you're an anxious attachment you want to know everything's great and then avoidant is like um you need your space the time you need your space you want to feel free you uh you don't that's just who you are you just want your space you want a gap right so then the bad combos you know combo one combo two that is shit you know when you get a bad combo and you like go through the washroom you shit the worst combos are anxious and avoidant because anxious is like um let's say you're partner is talking to their ex so you're anxious like oh my god why is he talking to his ex so you're anxious you you want to find you want to be justified that you're 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 the one for him right or you're the one for her and so you're just trying to figure like oh don't talk to your ex you're anxious you're always second guessing what he's doing but then but they're the avoidant type they want their space you know when when things get rough when uh, when they want to think about stuff they're gonna they need their space to think so then it just it's a cycle of you being Anxious. Why does he need a space? Because that's how he reacts. That's how he is. And those two people, like the anxious and avoidant, like if if you're aware of it, then it's inter that's good to talk through it and stuff. Or the avoidant maybe doesn't want to talk. And yeah, everyone has a combination of this, but it's a bad combo. And the, I, I saw an article also saying why do anxious and avoidant people stay together? And then I think the main thing is like about society, society, you know, a couple goals may, you know, that you have to be in a relationship, you know, and you have to work things out. Man, I don't know. Kuya says relationships are hard in the sense that it's, it's always a risk. It's always love. You're risking yourself, a piece of yourself. And yeah, I don't know. It's painful. And it's, is it worth it? You know, is there... Is there a future? Oh, I'm already. It's it's already mind blowing, but it's that's what it is, man. It's about, uh, it's about risking it. You know, risking it for the biscuit. It's about figuring out who you are, what you want, and seeing if that person fits into your life. Jeez, bam! I am so smart sometimes, but that's I guess that's the puzzle talk for now. I don't know if that's gonna help you. I I, I just thought those were interesting things to bring up. What what type of datings have you been participating in? If you if you want to try different ones, try it. You know, dating styles like looking at yourself and the way you date. Do you see more of the merrier? Do you see multiple people at the same time? Do you try to stick to one at a time? You know, are you hook up? Do you like the physical carnage? Are you and what's your attachment style? Like whenever you're in a if you're in a relationship or you're dating someone, are you secure? Do you really want to know all the time that they're just seeing you? Are you avoiding? I Meaning you need your space sometimes. Um, yeah. So what's your combo, right? Uh, when we come back, we're going to look into Filipino pride, which we're talking about baked goods, panda style, because my panda style video went viral. All right, when we come back. All right, uh, Filipino pride. Filipino, Filipino. Now, the last topic is Filipino pride, panda style, the panda style. This was this is a good topic because you know my panda style video got a little bit viral. You know, a little bit viral on the TikTok. Simple video, it was just me talking about how to make a panda sound, and I literally went, okay, you get a pan, then you the sal, and I was praying, the sal, the sal, more the sal, more panda sal. Went viral a little bit, 50k views as we speak, but let's be honest, there's there's other viral videos that go way more viral, but uh, it did, 
this enabled me to go live now because my followers went from like 700 to 1,000. So now I can go live. I can go live and make pandesal in person. Let's jump into pandesal though. Um, I kind of researched what pandesal was. And it's basically a Filipino bread roll or they call it bread of salt. It is salt bread. Salt bread. But it is the most popular bread in the Philippines. It's the fav- is the favorite. It's breakfast food for most Filipinos. Easy to make. It's at the local bakery store, and you just use and you just you know people love it. People buy it all the time, all the time for almusal agahan. That's another word. Almusal. Kung gusto mo almusal in the morning. I think the Spanish brought it. It's again pandesal salt bread, and yeah, it, it originated in the 16th century. Spanish colonial area and most everyone can bake it you know industrial you know local bakeries and they produce and sell this bread there's so many different baked goods as well you know there's ensaimada which is the sprinkly and the the what do you call it I don't even know what's on top of this like cheese queso and they have like some frosting I don't know leche flan is more sort of a dessert and you know polvoron I have to learn how to make a polvoron but yeah Everyone knows about this pandesal. Eating a hot, it's better when it's hot, like when it's fresh baked or when you put it in the oven, not oven, in the microwave, you let it go to make it soft. You know, it's soft. The other thing, the other baked good I like, is it baked? Shopau. You know, there's Shopau King in the Philippines where inside the Shopau, you got the beef, you got the pork. There's also Choco Pau. The Choco Pau. Right? But it, but these, but pandesal is like tradition. Right, they you can give them as gifts. Like imagine giving a gift of pandesal to someone's birthday. I brought the pandesal, guys. You bring them home as a pasalubong, you know, as a gift, and you share with them, share them with your friends and family during special occasion occasions. <laughs> but the pandesal, you know, the best way to eat a pandesal, I think, is to dip it into a steaming, not steaming, but like a hot hot coffee that's what i would eat every single day in the philippines i would just grab the pandesal and just dip it into coffee but yeah um some interesting comments from people at the pandesal they were like uh the pandesal video i made they were like oh my god that's how you make a pandesal i'm trying to but it's not working and it seems like it's so easy it's just a salt bread you just make bread with salt but i think the key feature like the key feature is that it's soft. That when you when you, you grab it, it's fluffy. It's soft and flappy. And when you eat it, it tastes good. It's almost like those breads in those... Um, I think they also use the pandesal to battle the French bakery. Because the I forgot what the... There is a French bun. One of the French bun that really got big. So they wanted to... Uh, they wanted to battle it with the Filipino bun. Battle the French bun versus bun. And they used the pandesal to battle that French bun, the croissant. I don't know the croissant, but the whatever, whatever the French had, that was a big thing in their bake in the bakery industry. But the pandesal definitely, I love the pandesal because when you uh, when it's in what's when it's in a plastic, it looks like a six pack. You know, and that's my next video. I'm gonna make a video with my pandesal taped to my chest and be like, when, when working out is not an option, but you got pandesal. <laughs> hey girl, you want to touch my pan? You want to have pan, or do you want to desal? <laughs> girl, you want to have pan? Desal. This desal, this desal, pan to sell, pan that. I don't know. Try to make another pun. I said it to my mom and she laughed. 
But some comments also said that they said it, they showed it to their parents and they laughed too. Cha-ching. That joke is very good. It's very good. I guess people, it's a, it's a universal joke. So I'll put that in my pocket, not a panacele, because then it wouldn't be great. It, it's always great when it's hot, when it's microwaved, when you dip it into things. But I like I like I like doing these these segments because it makes me uh, makes me research these, these kind of things. I wouldn't have researched you know pandesal that you know it's a salt. It's called salt bread and it's easy to make a Filipino bread roll. It's not even a roll. When I think of a roll, I think a roll. It's a roll. A bread roll. Yeah, how is it a bread roll? It's like a bread. Like it's more of a I don't know. It's like a blob. It's a blob. Like when I think of a roll. A roll, a roll, a roll. No, never mind. I don't even hear any like rolls. Like when you go to a bakery, you can't just be like can I have a roll, hot dog roll. I'm thinking of in, near my house. There is a place called Pretzel, um, pret soft pretzel or Pretzel King. I don't know. I don't see. It's so bad that when I ate it, I'm like, this bread is not that good. But it's basically pretzel. They roll, they roll the dough around whatever you want. So you they roll it around a hot dog or they roll around. The cheese, I like cheese so much. But they literally just got a mozzarella cheese, a long mozzarella cheese, and they just rolled the pretzel dough around it. That's what I think when I say roll. But a Filipino bread roll, you're going to roll a, a dough over a Filipino? <laughs> it's a Filipino bread roll. Yeah. So I should I should figure out how to make a pandasal, learn how to make a pulberone, a pulberone, because that's what I like, and leche flan. Those are the three, top three I should make. And I have a friend who is a cook and a chef, and she wanted to do a, a co collab, collaboration. So I think that's what I'm going to do for the next video, too. I have so many video ideas. And since I can go live on TikTok, we will go live. My goal on TikTok is to go 10K. So maybe I, I'll be the CEO of Pandasal. That's my mom calling. Look at that. That's a loud voice. Tita's always be loud with their voice and moms, you know. But that's it. Uh, Let's go. Let's let's go. Let's get on a roll. A Filipino bread roll. Let's get on a roll and close this plug out. There you have it, everybody. That ends the sixteenth plug. Wow, one six. <laughs> Still haven't gotten a proper interview. I have to do that soon. I think Marky will. Marky Mark, one of my best friends, will be here tonight. So maybe we'll make a nice interview with him. Figure out what to talk about because we are hosting a great event tomorrow a talent show so that's going to be exciting uh yeah so that's what we talked about uh let me just recap the summary of this plug we talked about what's happening you know the week i went to eat a lot i ate a lot man i ate shawarma and pizza shawarma and pizza and then i did my first ever stand-up comedy set which was bad it bombed no one was listening i felt horrible but happy this is kind of weird feeling you know horrible and happy harappy <laughs> kind of sounds like crappy which it kind of felt it was a little crappy and then also the experiment of dating you know my the dating drama with you know my friend my friend trying to figure out her, her dating situation and also improving my profile and then we talked in the pusa talk about dating types different stuff about dating you know types attachment styles uh, what kind of dates what kind of dating is there out there and then we finish with the pandasal the filipino bread roll which is kind of making me hungry right now i hope you guys enjoyed that plug if you want me to talk about something let me know comment i don't, I don't even know where you would comment but yeah on instagram follow me on instagram message me on instagram and just say oh can you talk about this oh can you talk about this because uh, i do get requests sometimes which is cool but that's that's it for now uh what's my tagline oh yeah be happy live be happy live life and spread love 
Love you guys. Uh, yeah, take care. Bye.